have needs and desires and seek to discover our own erotic journey, you've come to the right place. This is Seek, Discover, Create with Lexi Silver, presented by SDC. In the next hour, we're here to answer your burning questions about relationships, sexuality, and health from the leading sex experts and professionals. Now, here is your host, Lexi Silver. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to SDC Presents Seek, Discover, Create. I'm your host, Lexi Silver. Thanks for joining me today. As usual, we have a very lectual show for you. So it's been over a year since I first started hosting and producing this podcast for your listening pleasure. And speaking of listening, I hear you. I'm reading your letters to Lexi and your suggestions about what you want to learn on my show. So by popular demand, this episode is going to be all about open relationships and the swinging lifestyle. As you probably already know, I'm in an open relationship of my own and I talk extensively about what we call the lifestyle. I'm also a relationship coach for open couples, which you can find out more about at LexiSilver.com. And I educate about the lifestyle on SDC.com and on Pornhub's Sexual Wellness Center. I travel fairly often for conferences and trade shows to learn and educate about sex and relationships, which is always fun. So some of you recently came to see me present a bunch of seminars at the Montreal Taboo Sex Show, including my most popular Swinging one one sessions. Between all the questions I was asked by the attendees at the event and all of your letters to Lexi, I thought it'd be a great idea to use this episode to personally answer some of the most common issues for open couples and people. Some of the topics I'll be covering today include what the swinging and open lifestyle is all about, how to get started in the lifestyle, what to do if you feel jealous, what a sex or swingers club is actually like, what a unicorn is and how to find one of your own, what to do when, not if, things go wrong as you explore the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about your comfort zone, boundaries, and feelings, and a whole lot more topics. So I'm going to start with a bit of a crash course in the basics of swinging and open relationships, and then I'm going to move on to answer some specific questions that many people in the open lifestyle can probably relate to. If you want me to give you some intellectual advice about sex and relationships with the bonus help of my special guest or guests each week, except for this week, which is just me, write in to me at Lexi at SDC.com and connect with me on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lexi Silver. That's Lexi with an I, Silver with a Y. Now, before I kick off this episode, I want to thank our sponsor, SDC.com, your and my expert source of exclusive information about sex, health, and relationships, where you can also access the world's largest lifestyle dating platform. Use my special promo code 7070 to get two months free at SDC.com. That's 7070 to get two months free at SDC. So get ready to fearlessly embrace your lectuality with me flying solo today. So we're going to start talking about what the lifestyle is all about. A lot of people ask me, what is swinging? So it means different things to different people, but I'm going to give you kind of a broad definition of it. When people hear the word swinging or swinger, they think of, you know, 1970s key parties where the idea was to swap partners with another couple. But the swinging lifestyle is not just for couples and singles are definitely welcome. So swinging is still considered taboo by mainstream society. And when people are thinking about swinging, they think it's what you do, but also it's a mindset, right? So it's about being open-minded, a philosophy of openness, of no shame, no judgment, and everything being consensual. Something I just want to mention is that swingers and people who are in open relationships all are a part of what we call ethical non-monogamy or consensual non-monogamy. 
And there are a lot of different kinds of open relationships and sometimes labels don't really do it justice because you need to know what the label means and the label can mean different things to different people. If I tell another swinger I'm a swinger, so maybe the way I swing is different than the way they swing. It's important to define for you what it means to be a swinger so you can explain that to other people when they want to know what your boundaries are and the kinds of ways that you might play in your relationship. Other terms that swingers are using these days are open, libertines, or just, you know, being in the lifestyle. The swinging lifestyle for me, and it's different for everyone, but for me, it has really been a sense of freedom. The fact that everything is consensual, that everybody who is there is aware of what is going on. It's not like cheating where one partner is unaware of what the other is doing. And part of that has to do with communication. So the swinging lifestyle is really a lot about communication, not just if you're in a relationship and you have to communicate with your partner, but you also have to communicate with other potential lovers. It's also really supportive to be in the lifestyle, and it is very empowering for women. And what I mean by that is, I mean, in my own personal experience, the fact that I am a very sexual person is celebrated by the community and in a way that mainstream society just doesn't really recognize women's sexual freedom. So it's really a wonderful place for women to be able to explore that in a safe way. And what's great about that too is that because the community is also kind of hush-hush and not everybody really talks about it because it is still taboo, people who are in the lifestyle tend to be less judgmental than people in mainstream society just because people who are in the lifestyle are already a little bit more open-minded about certain things and defying those societal norms of monogamy. And some people ask me, you know, do I have to be really hot and fit to be in the lifestyle? And the reality is there are people in the lifestyle of every age and body type that you can imagine. So whatever you want the swinging lifestyle to be for you is what it can be. For some people who are going in as a couple and they just want something to spice up their relationship, they could do something like just, you know, go to a sex club and watch other people have sex or have sex in front of other people, and they can stop it at that. There are some other people who actually do want to play with other people, or maybe they want to have a threesome. And, you know, whatever they want to explore is something that they can make happen with the right situation, people, and communication. So ultimately, all you have to do is decide what you are looking to get out of the swinging lifestyle. Now, a lot of people I talk to who are historically monogamous say they could absolutely never do what I'm doing because they're, quote, too jealous. Now, I'm just going to respond to that by saying something that Kitty Shambliss, who is an expert in jealousy, and I highly recommend you checking her out, she basically says that Jealousy is an emotion like everything else, and it is okay to feel that way. It doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. Jealousy can show that you're feeling insecure or uncomfortable about something. So it can make you aware of the fact that there's something not quite sitting right with you. But ultimately, as long as you're able to communicate to your partner, if you are feeling jealous in any particular situation, then you're okay. I think it's important to not see jealousy as being a negative thing that you're trying to avoid because by doing that, you're really giving it more power than it should have on you. Jealousy is okay. Everybody can feel jealousy toward, you know, a colleague or a sister or a friend. It doesn't necessarily only exist in non-monogamous relationships. So that's something really important that I just want you to keep in mind if 
if that is something that is maybe holding you back. Now, there's obviously a lot of other considerations that come into whether or not you might be ready to be in an open relationship because open relationships are not for everyone. But jealousy, just, you know, the fact that you might experience jealousy should not be a barrier to you trying to explore something that might be great for your relationship and for you personally. But I will tell you what an open relationship is not. Open relationships are not a fix for a broken relationship or deeper problems that you might have in your relationship. It is absolutely not that because if you are going into an open relationship and there are a bunch of pre-existing issues or resentment, hostility, communication problems, it is not going to be easy for you when you are exploring the possibility of you or your partner being with someone else because a lot of emotions are going to arise and you have to have a solid foundation in order to be able to cope with whatever may happen. And also you need to be able to have those very important communication skills that anybody who is in a healthy relationship should have. If you feel neglected, if you feel like your partner is not listening to you, if you feel like you can't talk to your partner, be honest with your partner, or you can't trust your partner, These are all things that absolutely have to be addressed and dealt with before you guys start to explore the possibility of an open relationship. Because while communication is the basis for any healthy relationship, whether it's open or not, the most important thing in an open relationship is to be able to communicate to your partner and establish the boundaries and the honesty from the very beginning so you can start off on the same page. I'm just going to take a quick break and when I get back, I'm going to talk about how to get started in the lifestyle, what a sex or swingers club is all about, how to find a unicorn and how to talk to your partner about open relationships. For now, I'm going to tell you a bit about the world's largest adult sex education platform, sdc.com, where you can find loads of information about sex, health, and relationships. Watch videos, listen to podcasts, and read articles from professionals all around the world like Dr. Jess, Sunny Megatron, Dr. Elizabeth Sheff, and John and Jackie Melfi of Open Love 101. As a bonus, I'll just add my name to the list because you can also find lots of lectural resources on sdc.com that I've contributed to, so go check those out. Now, I was just talking about what it is to be a swinger or being in an open relationship. So some of the basics, but I get so many questions from people who want to know how to get started in the lifestyle. And I think it's really important to take a step back. And firstly, you need to be honest with yourself. You need to be able to know what you personally want out of being in an open relationship before you can start to talk to your partner about it. Be honest with yourself. Imagine your partner with someone else. How might that make Make you feel? How may it make your partner feel, in your opinion, if they watch you with someone else? So I think getting a feel for how you might feel, and that's by no means exactly how you will feel in that situation. You might feel different ways in different situations with different partners at different times. If you're feeling more or less insecure, there are a lot of different factors that can contribute to how you will feel in that situation. But before you even get started, you need to think about how you might feel. So once you figure out what you are looking for in the lifestyle, and you know, for some people, like for me, it was 
was that freedom to explore with other people, to experience new things, to just discover new things about myself that I didn't know. And I've really learned a lot about myself. And I think that for me personally, that has really been incredible. And for me and my partner, I think that's something that we both wanted from this that we discussed together was that little element to spice up our relationship. For us and for myself personally, it's not exactly the same case for everybody else who is in an open relationship or what they're looking for in an open relationship. So figure it out first on your own. Once you do, then you can start to talk to your partner about your boundaries, fears, desires, fantasies, but slow down a bit. And make sure you do all of this very slowly and gradually because if you rush into it and you tell your partner out of the blue and you've been in a monogamous relationship for a while and you've never even had a discussion like this before, it's going to be a lot to tell your partner, hey, you know, I want to be in a gangbang or I want to have an orgy or whatever. You need to be able to set the stage. So let's say you've never talked to your partner ever about open relationships and you want to just get an idea about how they might feel about the idea of it, right? Something you could do is you can say, hey, you know, I was listening to this podcast the other day and, you know, the host was talking about swinging relationships and, you know, what do you think about that? And you can maybe show them a movie and it could be about people in open relationships and say, you know, like, hey, you know, that's interesting. Do you think, you know, is that something that might ever interest you? And then you could start to have a little bit of a conversation, get a feel for how your partner might feel. You can also just invent a friend or, you know, maybe you do have a friend who's in an open relationship and talk about what they do and then get a feel from your partner about what they think about that kind of a setup. And, you know, once you guys start having that open conversation about what it might look like to be in an open relationship together, then you could start to talk a little bit about, you know, your fantasies, things that you want to explore. And I think it's just really important if you are going into this as a couple, and most of this episode is going to be focused on couples, because couples are primarily the groups that I work with, and also very frequently in the lifestyle, people do come in as couples. Not to say there aren't a whole bunch of single people too, there totally are, but in this particular case, when I'm talking about, you know, how to approach getting started in a lifestyle, I am definitely talking about how to do that as a couple. So something that's important if you are going into lifestyle as a couple is fostering that idea of togetherness, that this is something you want to do together. Even if maybe ultimately you have a goal that you will want to play by yourself with another partner without your partner being present, that's okay too. But maybe at the very beginning, you focus on what this is going to bring your relationship, how is an open relationship going to benefit what you already have? How can it maybe improve or enhance your relationship? Maybe you guys talked about having a threesome. Okay, now maybe that doesn't mean you're in an open relationship per se. It doesn't matter what label you use. The whole idea is that you're trying something that is outside the boundaries of a standard monogamous relationship of two people. In this particular case, let's say you want to have a threesome with your partner. You might want to bring up, you know, the things that you find hot about that idea. Who do you want to maybe have a threesome with? You can toy around with ideas of potential partners and, you know, talk about how that might make you feel. And even if your partner says no or is resistant or just doesn't feel comfortable, let them sit on it. You don't need an answer right away. Give them time to process what you've just said, especially since maybe you've been thinking about this for a while, but maybe your partner has never thought about it before. So it's definitely going to be an overload for them by having these kinds of discussions. So be patient, give them some time to ruminate on it. And then you can pick up the conversation at another point when you, your partner might be ready and you'll be ready and in a stress-free place to talk about this kind of thing. The other thing about being patient too is 
always go with the speed of the slowest person. So maybe you're the one in the relationship who is so ready to go and you just imagine yourself in the middle of an orgy. Cool. But maybe your partner has never really thought about anything like that before and that's not something that they can so readily imagine. That's okay. Maybe start super small, okay? Start small, start slow, and try something like going to a sex club together for the first time, but you both decide beforehand, I don't want to necessarily interact with other people except to have conversations. I don't want to necessarily play with anyone. You just want to feel a sexy vibe, a sexy ambiance, and just see what happens. That's totally fine. If you go too far, you can't take it back. But, you know, there's no rush. So go slowly, start gradually. Maybe the next time you go to a swingers club, if that's something you want to do, you just want to watch your partner kiss someone else, something super small, right? And just see how that feels. That in itself could be really, really hot and a really big turn on. Maybe your thing is you're exhibitionist and you want to have sex in front of other people. Cool. Whatever it is, start small. People ask me, you know, where can they find other swingers? Where can they find people who are also in open relationships? Because it's a pretty, you know, taboo kind of community and not everyone really talks about their relationship style if they are open or swingers. Sometimes it's because they don't want their families to find out. Sometimes they don't want their jobs to find out because they have certain conservative jobs and it might be looked at differently, which is really unfortunate. Honestly, I really hope people get with the program with that. But I think what's great is being able to have an open-minded dating site like sdc.com, which is just open-minded people and couples who already have that mindset and you know what you're getting when you get in. There's probably nobody who's there who's in a monogamous relationship because this is all for people who are ready to explore or have been exploring for quite some time. So on an open-minded dating site like SDC, you can find dates with other people or couples and just, you know, go out for dinner, or have a drink, see what's going on, meet new people. You can go to a sex club or a swingers club and just, you know, enjoy the atmosphere there and see how other swingers do it. The swingers do tend to talk about how their experiences have been in the lifestyle, you know, how they first started out. Everyone has been a newbie at some point who has been in the lifestyle, so they know how you feel. Even if you're feeling some trepidation, don't worry. And even the staff at most clubs are so aware of newbies being there and, you know, being a little bit excited and not really knowing how where to start and being overwhelmed by the whole thing because, oh my God, there's people everywhere, so many hot people, some people having sex, and it's a lot to process if you've never been in an environment like that before. So if you are going to start with a swinger or sex club, Make sure you set your boundaries before you go. Start small and don't drink a lot. Firstly, if you're drunk, you can't really establish enthusiastic consent because you don't really have all your faculties. And the same goes if you're going to play with someone who is drunk, right? Not only that, but you want to enjoy and remember the experience. So, you know, a glass of wine or maybe two is fine, depending on what your tolerance is, but like don't go overboard. You know, don't take drugs before you go out because they will impair your judgment. And when we loosen our inhibitions, we might be more willing to do certain things that if we're sober, we would absolutely not be okay with. So don't forget that you still have to live with whatever happens when you do sober up. So make sure you do not get intoxicated before you start playing. Now, another, I just love these little warnings that I just throw in from time to time to make sure people understand the importance of consent and the importance of trying to avoid making those mistakes that are super preventable. Now, another place that you can find other people who are open-minded are at erotic parties and events. So you can go to these things. You could even go to a sex club. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to 
have sex. You're not obliged. You don't walk in and get naked and strip down. There's always some kind of bar area, an intermediate area where you can just hang out and feel the vibe. So if that's something you want to do and you just want to get dressed up, wear something sexy and go to a party, that's also a really great place to meet people. And it's a fun environment anyway. So even if nothing ends up happening, you're going to have a good time. You can also go to travel events and destinations like SDC Travel has a bunch of different trips all around the world that is specific to people who are open-minded. And because you already know that the people who are on the trip are open-minded or swingers, then it's going to be a lot easier for you to potentially match up with somebody else or some other people and just already know that you're of the same mindset. So even if nothing happens physically, at least you'll be among other people who you can communicate with and you already have that particular part of your life covered. So I'm just going to take a real quick break. Coming up right after this, I'm going to talk about what to do when swinging goes wrong in your relationship. And I'm going to answer some of your letters to Lexi. But first, since I was just telling you about all the travel events and destinations for people in the lifestyle, I want to invite all of you sexy globetrotters to fulfill your wanderlust with SDC Travel, where you can enjoy an adventure with other like-minded open couples. Check out our annual trip to Greece, where we'll be lavishing in the sun on the vibrant island of Crete. Indulge in the all-inclusive luxury event resort in the Mediterranean where you can eat, drink, bury your skin, swim, and play like Greek gods and goddesses. If you're seeking adventure in the erotic allure of hidden coves, naked beaches, and our SDC theme parties and playrooms, join us this May 2020 for our SDC takeover of Crete. Book your rooms now at sdc.com travel. Now before we get to our letters to Lexi, I'm going to talk to you about when it's important to talk to your partner when you're in an open relationship. And I mean, the answer is always, of course, you know, you always want to make sure that you're being transparent and honest with your partner. But there are some very key moments to have conversations with your partner and establish a variety of things. So obviously, you're going to have a conversation with your partner before you guys even decide to enter the lifestyle. Those conversations are important. And it will probably take a whole bunch of different conversations. It's not going to happen all in one sitting, chances are. But you're going to talk about what you're comfortable doing, how that might make you feel, your fantasies, things that you might want to try. And by having those conversations, you can decide how you want to move forward together. So maybe your thing is you have a conversation, you're like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to go on sdc.com and check out what's going on there. I want to see some other members. I want to know what kind of parties are going on. I want to see what kind of clubs are available near our place that we can maybe go to. And maybe you decide, okay, we're going to go to a club or a party at a club. Okay, great. Before you go to a sex club, there's so many things that you need to actually keep in mind. Firstly, you want to reestablish your limits and your boundaries. So maybe you had a conversation a few months ago about wanting to go to a club, but it just never materialized because you were both busy. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have a free weekend. Oh my God, awesome. So it's time to go and try it out. But it's been a while since you had a conversation about what you were both, you know, looking for, what you might want to get from the experience. So take some time and before you go out, reestablish your limits. Um, Make sure that you're both on the same page. If your limits are, it's our first time, I just want to go in and check it out and watch other people have sex and just know what it's like. Maybe you want to wear something kind of skimpy and sexy uh, because, I mean, I'm just talking from my own personal experience there. Then you can totally do that. So talk about what it is that your limits might be for that night. And remember what I said, start small, start slow. There is no rush. You don't want to rush things. Like I said, 
Maybe your first time, you just go in, very basic, watch some people, cool. Maybe the next time you want to kiss somebody or you want to dance erotically with somebody. Whatever it is that you and your partner are comfortable with, both of you, then that's what you can go with. But like I said, small steps. And if you notice that your partner is feeling uncomfortable or not sure or they're saying yes but they don't really mean it, they're saying yes to maybe appease you or make you happy, then dial it back. Because if your partner is doing something to make you feel good, they're not going to feel good and that is not going to be a good experience for either of you and for your relationship. Another thing to remember before you go to a sex club or an erotic party is to have no expectations. You can prepare for possibilities, but have no expectations. So, you know, you're going to get dressed up, you're going to, you know, look good and do whatever it is that you do that makes you feel sexy. But, you know, when you, just because you're going into a sex club, it doesn't mean you're going to have sex. You might not meet anyone that you want to have sex with that particular night either. And you can't just go in saying, hey, it's our first time in a sex club. We're going to have a threesome tonight. It's going to be with this kind of girl. And no, you can't do that. Because guess what? If you go in with high expectations, they're going to be dashed. You're going to have a, not a great time because you're going to keep thinking of the scenario in your head and trying to figure out how to match that in reality. And I got to say, having no expectations and then going in and just seeing what happens is so fun and exciting. Already, you're doing something new and you're doing something new together. So just enjoy this new experience. Now, something else that I absolutely love doing is talking to your partner about how you're going to talk to each other at the club, right? It's loud. There's music. There's people around. Chances are you might end up talking to somebody. doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be attracted to the particular person that you're talking to. Talk to your partner first before you go out about how you're going to tell each other if someone is interesting or not, if you're tired, if you want to leave or exit a situation. So try something like having a secret code between you. Maybe it's if I tug on my earlobe, it means that I I want to leave. Or if I uh, brush my finger across my lips and look at you, that means that I am interested in this particular person. Whatever works for you. I think it's just really fun to do. And it's also little signals that you can do when you're at other events. So having secret codes offers that extra intimacy and then just like a, a fun element to whatever you're going to do. And another thing, before you do go to a club or a party, make sure that you will check in with your partner throughout the night. And by check in, I don't mean like, okay, you guys go off separately and do your own thing and then you go check up on each other. I also don't advise doing that any t- for the first time that you go out. Make sure you stick together and you are enjoying and experiencing everything together. But by check-in, I mean, maybe you've been at the club for about an hour, you know, ask your partner, how are you feeling? You know, you like this? What are your thoughts? That kind of thing. Just get a general vibe about how your partner is. I'm not saying have these long conversations at the club, but just like, are you having fun? Yeah, this is great. Okay, cool. You know, you want to go upstairs and check it out? Yeah, sure, let's go. Or, you know, oh, I feel more comfortable at the bar. Okay, no problem. And then you could check in and later on and see, you know, how's your partner feeling? They tired? They want to go home? Did they meet someone nice? You know, do they want to go and talk to somebody? Whatever it is. So make sure that you keep that communication open throughout the evening. Another time to talk to your partner is after every experience. So whether you're going to a club or you just met a nice couple or you were checking out the SDC dating app and you had a really erotic conversation with somebody or another couple and you're sharing that together, make sure you are asking your partner and talking to your partner about how you felt when that happened and what did you like? What did you not like? 
So if you're having, let's say, just an erotic conversation, like a nice sexy chat with another couple and you're really bonding and it's like really working out and you're super excited, you know, talk to your partner say, hey, you know, I found that really hot. What about you? And maybe your partner doesn't feel the same way. Maybe they're not on the same page. And then, you know, you can ask them, okay, what what was it about it that you didn't like? You know, what would you prefer or what would you like to do differently the next time? So I think the idea there is just not assuming that your partner is always going to be on the same page as you. You are both two different people and you're coming into this with different emotions and different experience. So make sure you are asking your partner how they feel and being transparent about the way you feel. Now, let's say you went to a swingers club and you had a negative experience and you're upset at your partner. Having that conversation about, you know, what went wrong and everything like that definitely should be put on hold for a bit because I think you should take some space and take some time to think about the experience, how it made you feel, and how you want to talk to your partner. It is a lot better to take your space and just ruminate on how it happened and what you would have liked to have done differently because if you don't, you might be very angry or you might say things that you don't mean and that you can't take back. Another time to talk to your partner is whenever feelings arise, okay? And they will arise. You can't control your feelings, but you can control your actions and the way that you tell your partner how you feel. And part of that is using strong communication and listening skills. Listening skills are so key. You really need to listen to what they're saying and, you know, listen to the tone in their voice too by taking space and processing how you can move forward together to avoid similar feelings in the future if the feelings were not good, right? So if you experienced jealousy because you were watching your partner with somebody else, you were having a threesome with, with your partner and somebody else and you noticed that your partner was maybe paying a little bit more attention to this other person, you felt kind of neglected, you were really upset because, you know, your partner wasn't being as attuned to your needs as normal. All of that is super legit and it is important to talk to your partner about it because you don't want to have another situation where that similar thing happens. So by having that conversation, you can avoid that happening in the future. Your partner can be more aware of what it is that they did and how it made you feel to be able to help and improve that for a future time. As I've mentioned before, open relationships are not right for every person in every relationship. Start small, ease into any transitions gradually. Resolve issues as they come up. Don't wait or you're going to build them into resentment and anger and those can just be insurmountable when you don't talk about them for a long time. So don't forget also that your limits and your boundaries can change as you experience new things and you're exploring together. So maybe at the very beginning of your swinging relationship, you decided, hey, well, I only want to play with you in the same room with another couple and that is, you know, my limit. But maybe six months in or two years in and things are going well and you want to try something new, that's fine. You've experienced some new things together. Maybe it's time to talk to your partner about renegotiating your limits and boundaries because your comfort zones have changed. And maybe you discover new things about yourself you didn't know and new interests that you might want to try that you didn't even know were a possibility. Don't forget, go to the speed of the slowest person. And also don't forget that you and your partner are a team. You are together in this. Whatever happens at a sex club, you are taking home with you. That is why it is super important that you both be on the same page and you both talk to each other to make sure that you're on the same page. So now it's time for letters to Lexi. I'm going to give you the shameless, no bullshit answer your friends might not have the titanium ovaries or balls of steel to tell you. No question is ever too taboo or queer or weird, so don't be shy. I love getting your messages, so keep sending them in. Write to me at Lexi at SDC.com and connect with me on social on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lexi Silver. That's Lexi with an I, Silver with 
with a Y. So for today's episode on open relationships, I chose a couple of letters I thought would be beneficial for all of you to hear because I know that a lot of you can relate. So this one is from Valentina. Nice name. My boyfriend and I have been together for four years and we've been wanting to have a threesome with another woman. He's all for it, but now the question is, how do I find a third for us? Okay, well, that's also something fun that you can both do together. So if you are maybe the one who wants to be in charge of finding that third person, that's fine. I think it's great, though, if you're able to involve your partner instead of just surprising them, that way you can both be on the same page. You might not be attracted to the same people, which is totally fine. But if you're not, it would be better to find that out before you potentially invite this other person into your home or into your relationship. So there are a couple of different ways that you can go about finding another person for your threesome. You can try an erotic dating website like sdc.com. Oh, I do consider myself a unicorn. So just when you meet a couple, you can always ask them what their boundaries are because if that's a possibility, that could be something too that you can explore is the idea of a threesome with somebody who's already in another relationship who has permission to play separately from their partner. Trying an erotic dating site like SDC could be one way and then you could, you know, navigate through the profiles, see what matches in terms of your interests, location, whatever it is that you are looking for. You could just initiate a conversation. You can chat with each other and send each other messages. You can find out more about who they are and what they're all about. Don't forget, people are not pieces of meat. Unicorns are not pieces of meat, all right? We are not there to be at your disposal, okay? Being in a threesome is the gateway experience for couples when it comes to being open. When couples are first entering an open lifestyle, chances are their first experience is going to be a threesome with another woman, all right? It's a huge fantasy. And I mean, for good reason, it's hot, right? (laughs) But keeping in mind the fact that I can tell you from a unicorn's perspective that just saying, hey, you know, we're a hot couple, we want to have sex, are you in, is not going to do the trick, okay? We get those kinds of messages all the time. So if you really want to dazzle a unicorn, you're going to want to look into their profile and dig a bit deeper. Like, what are they interested in? What kind of music do they want to listen to? Are they into books? Are they into movies? And just get a feel for the kind of person that you are inviting into your bed, right? And if you are going to plan a threesome scenario, wouldn't it be great to know that they're really into like a particular kind of music and maybe that's the kind of music you put on in the background to make them feel sexy or to set a sexy ambiance? So dig a little bit deeper. Find out if this person is interesting. But for me personally, I think a big part of meeting someone who might be a good fit for a threesome is a lot easier to do in person because you can really feel someone's energy and you can also see chemistry a lot better. So something you can try is you can go to a sex club and maybe your intention for that night is not to have a threesome, but maybe just to meet potential women that could be interesting. You know, you can just sit down at the bar, look around, meet some people, talk to some different people, a zero pressure situation because just because you meet someone or talk to them doesn't mean you were obliged to do anything at all you know so don't feel bad or guilty if it doesn't work out or it's just not the right match that's okay too don't forget you also have to make sure that this person is attracted to both of you if that's the idea that you're going behind that this person is theoretically bisexual or to play with both of you so there are a lot of elements that you need to establish although having conversation on a site like sdc is a good way to get started ultimately you do need to meet this person before you can decide you can go out for a drink right I think dinner is a little bit much as far as erotically you really know the person because you can find out within the first, I don't know, half an hour if this person is interesting for you. 
you. So a drink or coffee will usually suffice. One thing I will just say as a massive recommendation is I really do not recommend trying to go within your own circle of friends or acquaintances to find yourself a third for a threesome. Because if it doesn't go well and you still have to see this person, then that could make things uncomfortable for you and your partner. So I highly recommend going outside of your usual circle to find somebody for this particular scenario. All right. Well, I hope that helps, Valentina. And I mean, feel free to connect with me anytime. I have been the third in multiple threesomes and I can give you some tips for how to hook a unicorn like me. So not me specifically, but a unicorn like me. Now, our next letter is from Josh. Hi, Lexi. I'm in a monogamous relationship with my girlfriend of two years, but I feel like we need extra excitement. A friend of mine recently said he and his wife attended a swingers club and had a very hot experience. I really want to go and check it out, but my girlfriend is more conservative than I am, and I'm not sure how she would react. How can I convince her to go and try something new? All right, Josh. Well, first answer is you can never convince someone to go and do something they they don't want to do. Because even if they end up physically at the location, mentally, they are not happy. And you are just causing a rift already by not respecting your partner's wishes or boundaries. So I would never try to convince someone to do something that they are not into doing. However, that being said, just because your girlfriend is more conservative doesn't mean that she might not be intrigued by the idea of going to a sex club, right? I think, you know, following the advice that I had given earlier as far as the steps to take when you are interested in opening up your relationship, so, you know, thinking to yourself what it is that you are looking for in an open relationship before you talk to your partner is very important, right? So you're talking about having a hot experience. Now, I don't know what your friend did or what you might be interested in doing, and I don't know what your girlfriend might be interested in. And more importantly, you don't know what your girlfriend would be interested in because you haven't spoken to her yet. So the, I'm not sure how she would react, well, no kidding, but there's only one way to find out. However, please do not by any means, surprise her and pull up outside the club and not tell her that you are going to a sex club and then see how she reacts then. I can guarantee that probably is not going to go over very well, especially if she is conservative. But even if she's open, I think it's important to have that conversation way before you make a plan to go out and try a sex club. I think using those kinds of steps that I mentioned before, figuring out for yourself what you want, then, you know, dropping hints to your partner and trying to get a feel for how they might feel about an open relationship or just going to a sex club and watching other people have sex or having sex in front of other people or watching them, you know, kiss another girl or whatever it is that you want to do. Finding a little bit more information out about what your partner might feel and what they might be into. Because if you haven't told your girlfriend about what it is you want, maybe your girlfriend has some secret things that she wants to try that she's never told you about. Just because she seems to be more conservative doesn't mean that she definitely wants to be as conservative as she is. So there's always something exciting that you can try together. If she says no, that's okay. Respect her no. If you force it, it is not going to end well for you. So please be careful when you are trying to do that. I get that you might want to get your way and go and check it out anyways. I don't recommend pushing your partner into doing something that she does not want to do. So if she says no, 
Think of other sexy ways that you guys could experience an erotic environment. There are lots of erotic parties out there for people who aren't open or people who are open and don't, you know, it's just a sexy environment where people can, you know, dance, listen to music, maybe go watch a burlesque show. There's really a lot of things that you can try that really is a little bit outside the mainstream. It's still hot that your girlfriend might be more willing to try and do it stepwise, right? Maybe you go to a show like that and it starts and sparks something in her and she feels sexy and she wants to try something else and she tells you about that great but don't go from monogamy forever to I want an open relationship and I want to be involved in an orgy and we're going to do it tonight it's not going to work out tread softly sir all right so my next letter is from Laura hi Lexi we recently went to a sex club and had a terrible experience Josh are you listening are you listening to this? Because whatever I'm about to tell Laura about this is going to be something very important, like a, a cautionary tale for what could potentially be avoided if you have those conversations with your partner. Sorry, I digress. I continue. I'm sorry, Laura. It was our first time at a sex club and we talked beforehand about what we wanted to do that night. But when we got there, we were both very overwhelmed and out of place, not sure what to do. We ended up finding a single woman there who was interested in playing with us. But when we started, my husband and her got carried away and pretty much forgot about me. Oof. I was so hurt, I just left and went back to the bar until they finished. I'm so angry at him, but I don't want to totally abandon the idea of exploring an open relationship. Is this salvageable? Yeah, it's salvageable. Okay, but I mean, a massive thing that is happening here is you communicated to your partner what you were willing to do. You agreed on a, a set of limits or boundaries. And... What's not cool is that your partner didn't respect that and didn't have your feelings and your and your best interests at heart because he got carried away and forgot about you. That sucks. Can't say it hasn't happened in other situations. I have spoken to lots of couples that this has happened to. It can happen. You get very overwhelmed. You know, it's so exciting. You're feeling all these new things. You're attracted to a new person. It's really just everything all at once, right? So while I can understand how he could get mentally carried away, it's not okay that he neglected you and your thoughts and your feelings and he didn't check in with you. So it is a salvageable situation. Firstly, I get that you're angry. You so, you know, have the right to be angry, feel however you're going to feel. Take some time apart, okay? Like don't have this huge conversation and blow up at him. Think about it. What made you angry specifically? You know, in this case, it sounds like, but I mean, maybe there are other elements that are not being mentioned here. So it's definitely worth thinking about. But here I'm I'm hearing you discuss things initially. He didn't respect your limits and boundaries. He didn't notice that you were uncomfortable and he forgot about you. So I think the other thing here is that Next time, if you are in a similar situation, what I recommend is also voicing or using those codes that we talked about to communicate to him during the sex, let's say, that you're not comfortable. At that point, that's a stop. That's a that's a that's a total full stop right there. If you should if your partner is uncomfortable with anything happening, even if the sex already started, you don't go and finish that sex. You stop that sex right there. So that's something just really important to remember that next time also you were hurt and you went back to the bar. I get that. But what would have happened if you told your partner in that moment also, hey, I'm done, right? Like I, I don't want to do this anymore. Would he have stopped what he was doing or would he have gone back to the bar with you or would he have decided 
wanted to, you know, continue with her with and neglecting what you were saying. It's important to communicate to your partner in the moment and don't be shy about that, right? Everybody will understand. It's not a deal breaker to say no once and then, you know, it could happen again later that you decide, okay, this is an okay situation. So don't abandon the idea of exploring an open relationship. This is a stumbling block. It's a big one. It is because you tried to communicate, which is awesome, by the way. That's a very big plus. But the follow through on the communication was lacking on his end. There is a conversation that has to happen once you take some time to process the anger that you're feeling and the reasons why you're feeling that anger and then sitting down with your partner and having that conversation and saying, and you don't have to, you know, blame or whatever. You can say, hey, you know, I really didn't have a great time. I felt really neglected when when you kind of forgot about me and you were focusing all your attention on this other woman and I felt really, you know, you weren't seeing me, that I wasn't even there and that's not how I want to feel. If we're going to ever do this again, I want to make sure that X, Y, and Z happen. And, you know, you check in with me and you're more attentive to me and you're prioritizing me as well. So those kinds of things are things that you can talk about once you have settled some of the anger down a little bit. So taken a bit of distance from that. All right. Well, I have time for one last question. This one is from Marcy. I first got into the lifestyle when I was in an open relationship, which has since ended. Now I'm ready to explore by myself and try new things. I'm a unicorn and really enjoy sex, but I don't know how to go about this on my own since I used to always have someone else with me during these experiences. Do you have any advice for me? Well, yeah, I do. I'm in a relationship right now, but I play alone, right? So it is obviously different because, you know, I do have a partner. But when I am out and about and I go to a sex club, I'm not always with him. So some things that are really, really important are safety. Okay, when you're a single woman, safety is very important. By that, I mean physical and, you know, psychological safety. So if you're going by yourself to a sex club, which is totally fine, maybe just let one of your friends know that you are headed out where you're going to be and that way you have someone to check in with later. Maybe you want to decide and go with a friend or a wingman or wingwoman or a buddy just to hang out with while you go. You know, someone who's open-minded who, you know, maybe you don't want to play with them, but you just want to, you know, have them there for support or for company as you try to experience this yourself. So that's fine too. So safety is important. And you were saying going about this on my own. So I'm thinking of sex clubs, but there's also the possibility of meeting people outside of a club scenario. However, as a single woman, and it's very unfortunate that I even have to bother cautioning you about this, but there is an extra risk because you don't know necessarily the person that you're with. You don't necessarily know if they're trustworthy. And it can be sometimes a little scary. And I think it's important that if you are going to meet someone outside of a club, that you already kind of know a little bit who they are, that you are going to a public place. Like if you're meeting initially, you're going somewhere public that you always have a ride home, whether it's Uber or whatever. You have a plan, right? You can maybe get a friend to check in on you as well. Let them know who you're with, where you're going, the times that you're going to be there. I really hate that I even have to say this, but it as a woman, I think those things are very important. And it is scary to think of things happening that are negative when you're exploring on your own. And this isn't just for open relationships. I mean, even if you're monogamous and you're just, you know, looking to hook up on Tinder or whatever it is, you have to pay attention to those kinds of things. As far as, you know, meeting people in these kinds of contexts, I mean, you're a unicorn. You are the most sought after in the lifestyle. You're going to have no problems having people coming up 
up to you and asking you more about you and wanting to find out, you know, who you are, who you're with, what you're up to, what you're looking for, what your fantasies are, are you interested? So you could just post up at a bar of a sex club and, you know, make a conversation with somebody or just talk to the bartender. Uh, You know, they're used to this kind of thing and people exploring on their own. So you're definitely not the first and you're not going to be the last. So don't feel like you're alone. And maybe you'll meet other unicorns at the bar and be able to have like a really cool group of girlfriends who are all open-minded. That's been the case for me. I'm super lucky and I love them. Don't be shy also, you know, talking to new people, but also don't feel like just because you're on your own that you need to like pair up with the first person who comes to talk to you. It's not the case, right? I'd rather spend a night alone just people watching than be, you know, involved in a conversation uh, with somebody that I'm not really that into, right? So those are just a couple of tips that I recommend, but there are definitely more things that you can do, more tips uh, for, you know, exploring things on your own, including, but we don't have time for all of that today. So I will actually do an episode devoted to unicorns in the future. And uh, I would really love for you to listen to that, Marcy. So I will let you know when that happens since I have your contact information. So that wraps up this week's Letters to Lexi. Thank you all for writing in and giving me your feedback, your questions, and your suggestions. I really appreciate that. And I know that your questions are also helping other people who are trying to navigate their own open relationships. So if you want me to answer your question about sex or relationships, email me at Lexi at SDC.com and find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lexi Silver. That's Lexi with an I, Silver with a Y. And see if I answer your question in my next episode during Letters to Lexi. As I mentioned earlier, if you're looking for a coach to help guide you through the open lifestyle, whether it's alone or in a couple, check out my website, LexiSilver.com and the different coaching packages that I currently have available. That's it for this week's episode, my intellectual friends. Thank you all for listening today. Don't forget, you can learn more about sex, health, and relationships as you seek yourself, discover together, and create moments at sdc.com. Use my promo code 7070 to get two months free at SDC and try it out for yourself. Tune in Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America's Variety Channel for my next show. And get my podcast episodes on demand whenever you want them on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play Music. Thank you for joining me, Lexi Silver, on Seek, Discover, Create. Until next time, stay lectual, people. Bye. We appreciate you joining us on Seek, Discover, Create, presented by SDC.com. Please join your host, Lexi Silver, on another erotic journey next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, may you enjoy exploring your sexuality. Oh, 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 o